Welcome to another podcast for channel partners from Dell's Partner Direct program. The economy has always been a challenge, particularly this year, so many of your customers may have delayed buying new business computers. But thanks to companies like Intel and, of course, Dell, the laptops and desktops we have today are so much more powerful and efficient and cost-effective, it's hard to not buy a new one. I'm here today with Eric Townsend, Market Development Manager at Intel. Welcome to the podcast, Eric. Thank you. Let's start by talking about this pent-up demand for business PCs. I heard from Microsoft recently that something like 80% of business laptops and desktops are still running Windows XP or earlier versions, so new operating systems like Windows 7 offer partners an opportunity to sell a whole new PC rather than just an upgrade. So what's Intel's take on this? From an accounting perspective, we definitely see, you know, uh, growth is coming. I think, you know, with all different factors that are out there with the new operating system and then also just a people's refresh cycle, of, as we've noticed over the last three to four years, people have kind of been holding back. And we know there's a, for small, medium businesses and for enterprises, they usually run like a three or four year refresh cycle. And we've seen that delayed from about six months to a year. So we see a lot of different demand out there. And also just having those older systems out there that are incurring more costs. So we definitely see over the next 12 to 18 months um, a much, much larger uh, growth curve coming at us. I think most people focus on the cost of a laptop or a desktop, and vendors are certainly being very competitive. But is that all a customer should look at? No, I think that's a great question. You know, it's almost, I try and use the analogy of having a car, right? When you go and buy a car, people think, you know, when I go and buy like a brand new Mercedes or I go and buy a brand new Ford, it's just the cost of that car. And it's actually a lot more around the upkeep of the maintenance, right? So no one really thinks about the uh, 15,000 mile, 30,000 mile, 100,000 mile checks you got to do or your normal, um, you know, oil changes. Same thing with systems and computers, right? When you think about when you have to go through and make updates around software, that just doesn't happen automatically, right? And then also just the software costs when you're going from, I mentioned just a couple minutes ago about the upgrade cycle. It's every three to four years. Well, there's new type of operating systems that come out. So you've got to have the upgrade cost for that, the maintenance for that. And there's something, if something does go wrong on the hardware, that's got to be updated. So I really think, you know, when we start talking about cost of systems, we should start looking at the total cost of ownership. And if you think about just the cost of the system when you're buying it, that's only about 20, 30% of the cost. The managing piece of it, right, making sure that it's running not only today, but three or four years from now, when you still have that same system, that represents about 70 to 80% of the cost. Okay, so I'm sure Intel has quantified what goes into that 70 or 80%. So what kinds of things are we talking about? We have a group at Intel, our IT at Intel group, and they really go through and do analysis whenever we're going and upgrading systems and also just the, the health of our IT and our company. And this applies to you know, not only enterprise, but small, medium businesses. And when I think about maintenance, that's everything from patching as far as software upgrades on specific systems, and that can be not only software from an OS perspective or a CRM perspective, but also, you know, um, harder pieces you have to have. And one thing that people don't understand is that when you do make updates on a software or hardware perspective, you do have to deal with downtime, right? So downtime is something where you have to give someone another machine, why their machine's down to keep them going, right? Support, so when someone's calling in and they're logging a ticket or they're going through and just the infrastructure there to be able to support them, it costs money. And then uh, one thing that everyone is near and dear one's heart, but we don't talk a lot about because it's kind of like a concern thing, is security, right? So uh, when a virus hits a machine, you got to go take all the time to get that machine back up and running. The efficiency you lose in employees down. And then I think also when you think about just, you know, maintenance and actually making sure that everything is working in the machine, that's true 70 80%, the performance pieces of, you know, storage. And I think storage, everyone knows about this, but 
if you have a system and it's an older system and it's got all these new videos that you've saved, presentation you've created, all these things, that's going to bog down the system and just the maintenance of making sure that you're watching that system, keeping it at the optimal level. So there's that's 70-80%. It seems like a big number, but when you start adding up all different pieces that go into that, it really starts making sense. So really the total cost of ownership isn't just the cost piece, it's actually the maintenance piece also. Yeah, I would think it would even be worse if you had somebody who was in a remote office and their computer went down and they actually had to ship it into the home office. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's interesting, Jeff, I think about that remote office worker, right? If their system goes down, if you have to ship that system in to get it fixed, that's a couple days where that remote office person is not able to work at an efficient level, right? And it's just we've been through it where all of a sudden if we have to turn a machine in and we have to get another one and it doesn't have our preferences on there, it doesn't have our email. I mean, it just takes you an hour or two to get up and running, and that's an hour or two you could be working with the customer or getting a product out or working on a forecast. That's all things at the bottom line. I read that Intel talks about three-year-old machines as being the tipping point. So what's happened in the last three years that's changed everything? That's, that's a good point. Um, like everything, when we're, we're looking at our technology, obviously speeds and feeds, everyone hears that from Intel. We're always evolving our technology um, from starting at the wafer, making that smaller to the encoding, just lots of different things. But I think if you look over the last three years, really understanding the environment and how security has changed, a lot more threats out there, and really focusing on this total cost of ownership, the manageability aspect of systems. And so there's, um, Dell has some new systems out. They've been actually out for a little bit of time on the desktop and notebook side there. Uh, Dell vPro systems, and vPro has actually made a big difference from just managing systems, not only in a, uh, a normal office environment where you're in the same building and you're managing that building, but also remotely, remote office workers, or if you're a channel partner, you're doing managed services and helping that type of environment and that type of business model. So give me an idea of how many business PCs are out there in the market that are more than three years old that don't have these features. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know, um, when we've gone through and we've had third-party folks go and do some research, I would say almost about 55% that are actually out there um, that don't have this. And once again, the reason why that number sounds kind of high is, remember, the economy where we're at, right? The last couple of years, people haven't been going to that normal three- to four-year refresh. They've been extending it. So when we talk about a growth that's out there, it definitely is um, it's, it's pent-up demand. This seems to me to provide a huge opportunity for channel partners to sell new machines especially when you add the fact that they've been holding on to them maybe a little bit longer than they should. So how does a channel partner start a conversation with their customers? I mean, most of them, my guess, would rather not buy than to buy a new one now. Yeah. When, when we go talk with customers, right, because we'll go and talk with small businesses just to talk about their technology needs and where they're looking at. And I think from a channel partner perspective, what I would do is I would start the conversation with the customer around how their environment's set up, right? So think about it's not just about the cost of the machine, it's the maintenance and what the, the infrastructure set up to support that machine. And I think once you start having that conversation, so if you say, well, you know what, I, I, there's a machine that they buy and that machine's $1,000, but you start looking at the over a three-year time frame, all the maintenance costs, and let's say maintenance costs is, say, $400 a year, which is kind of a lower number, but let's four to $600 is usually the average there, but $400 times three years, that's $1,200. That's actually more than that $1,000, but the key thing to understand is that once you get past that two-year mark, that $400 jumps up to $600. And then when you get to four years, that jumps up to $800. And that's just the maintenance piece we're talking about. So I think it's really having the conversation with the customer saying, okay, so many systems you have here, how long have we had them for, right? So I know it's going to be a joke for everyone, but if they have Windows ME on them, right, you know that's a really old machine. <laughs> it's got some issues, right? That maintenance on that machine is probably going down all the time. Software updates are problems on it. 
So having that conversation of where your system's at, do you realize how much you're actually paying to support your environment? And they're saying, oh, I'm not paying anything. And it's like, no, 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 you, you're pay- you have a full-time person, right, that's made, doing the patch updates and things like that. And then when systems go down, how do you deal with that, right? And um, I think starting at that part of the conversation will be good. All right, let's talk about some proof points. After all, uh, a partner is going to have to prove that spending money now will save money later. So what are the key stats that they can provide that really get their customers' attention? You know, I kind of break it down a couple of areas, right? So everyone is really big on security, right? So I would really say, you know, with the different data that's out there, we have various studies, that, and if you go online, you can search for this. But security incidents out there today, it's just rising and rising all the time. We think about viruses are out there, worms that are out there, just affecting the environment. So being able to upgrade new machines and being able to manage, you probably lower those security incidents by about half, right? So that's a big deal. There yeah, and I, under, I understand that uh, security incidences used to be, uh, you know, random hackers that were doing it for fun, and now what they're doing is they're using it really for major profit. You know, you read about credit card numbers being stolen all the time off laptops and things like that. Yeah, and then, too, it could even be your competitors, too, right? Sure. You never know. So I think so. security is a big deal. I think also just the performance. So I, I told you about speeds and fee things, but nowadays, you know, our systems that we put together out, right, I mean, if you think about the Dell Notebooks from three years ago compared to today, the systems today are about three times, four times faster, and that's multitasking that's all those great things. And I think when we talk about performance, there's always a thing that comes up we must run the notebook specifically where they talk about, well, energy efficiency, you know, how's that? And I think nowadays people understand, but the, the savings that we have on energy is a big, big deal. And, you know, everyone's worried about their carbon footprint or how much energy they're actually using, right? But I, I look to see how much money you can actually save. And for systems that are actually managed, we've seen partners actually help customers save up to about $700 a year. That's in savings of power. Right, so that's a pretty big deal, and I think if you look just from a pure processor perspective, comparing you know a system today compared to a system that's three or four years old, in it running side by side, you're saving about two to three hundred dollars. Yeah, and you would also think that uh, a laptop that uses less power probably has longer battery life too. Exactly, it's not just kilowatts; it's battery life. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and then and the Delson routes are great form factors, but as far as the battery life on them, it's extended also. A pretty big amount to nowadays, right? You get that plus 16, plus 18, even 24-hour battery. So it's a pretty good opportunity there. So that's kind of what I would look at those things. And, and lastly, you know, one thing I look at is just we talk about whenever you put a system in place, and I, I know partners do this every day. Is the customer says, you know, I, I want to get this, but when am I going to recoup my costs? And when we've seen between the power estimate, between managing the systems, and as far as just lowering that total cost of ownership, they usually can see um, recoup as far as their money in about 17 months. It can't even go down even less than a year, maybe that 10-month time frame, if they're actually in a full managed environment with uh, some of the vPro technologies from Dell. Well, wait a second. You just slipped in this term, vPro. So tell me, what is vPro? Is it a new Intel processor, or, or what is it? That's a good question. So vPro is actually um, a technology um, we put out about two or three years ago. Um, it's been in Dell desktops and notebooks. And basically what it is, it's actually just not a processor. It's a processor, a chipset a network connection, and firmware. So there's four pieces that actually make up vPro technology. And basically what ends up happening is these are things are put together, they're valid together, they're put into systems actually at the factory Dell. And what enables that you can actually get to those systems even if the system is turned off or the OS is not working. So tell me just exactly what does vPro do? So vPro, what it basically does is that, um, I mentioned there's the four pieces. There's a processor, chipset, network connection, firmware. That firmware, what it is, it's basically got some code inside of it and it helps that you can manage the system better. And what I mean by that is when I say the word manage, right, for partners that are out there, 
you, you'll have a management console right, that you'll use. There's all different types of ones out there from the large uh, Microsoft SMS all the way down to the smaller ones that are like the enabled technology level platforms where you're managing an in-customer environment. What end, ends up happening is now since you have these Dell vPro systems, you can take your management console, you can actually get to that system, and if it's turned off, you can manage it because the vPro things are at the hardware level. It's below the OS, so it doesn't matter. So when you get to it, you can find it, and you can do remote software updates. You can do something where you can actually reboot it from a different drive. It basically gives a capability for you connect the, the, the last mile with that system. You don't have to be dependent on, once again, the save in OS or if it's turned on. You can get to that no matter what state it's actually in. So it's hardware and OS independent. Exactly. Well, let's talk about the biggest and most important question. Uh, you know, new technology like vPro is great, but what does it mean to a channel partner that's trying to generate revenue now? Talk with partners all over the U.S., Jeff. I mean, and um, whether you're in New England or here in the Southwest, everyone that's out there looking, talking to customers are saying, what's new ways I can get revenue? What's new ways that I can actually help my customer? And those actually work perfectly together. And it really comes down to innovative services that you're providing to your end customer. And I make this clear. If you're not providing services today, you need to do that. And there's all different types of services out there, right? We talk about networking services, storage services, but desktop services and uh, notebook services, the whole PC management is a big, big deal because that impacts the end customer. So when we talk about the ecosystem from Dell, both on desktop and notebook side, you're able to provide better services and more services with those because, once again, in that firmware, there's a couple extra features on there that you can provide for that can really help manage the end customer's environment. And then one thing I just mentioned a second ago, I think people tied into, but this whole thing around energy, right? And I told you, you know, you can save your customer between, if it's just the machines side-by-side, about $300, but you're managing them, you know, up to six or $700. And I have partners of mine that actually will go through and charge an end customer $10 a month to manage their power on their machine. So per machine, $10 a month. Because if you think about it, they're saving $600 a year. Sounds like a great revenue stream. Right. And the end customer is still going to send 600 minus 120, right? They're still, you know, making 480 bucks, right, as far as on their side. They're, they're going to make that to hit their bottom line. So more innovative services, and it really, I think, just is keeping the customer more efficient, keeping their environment running all the time. That's kind of the big thing now, I'd say. This has been great information, so let's summarize a little bit. What are the main things that you want people to remember from this podcast? Jeff, I would kind of take four key things, right? I'd say one, first of all, really talking with your customer and making sure that they understand the whole breadth of a total cost of ownership. It's not just the cost of systems but it's also making sure they understand just the maintenance involved. And I think once you help them understand that whole total cost of operations, there is a great opportunity for you as a partner to make money, right, from additional services and solutions that you can actually offer to your customers. And that lines up directly to having the right products out there, right? Dell has got great desktops and notebooks that can actually support your solutions offering. I think it's things that you need to look at to put in your out in your customer solutions in 2010. In addition, I think the next point is really looking at vPro technology, right, with what we have to help you provide better services remotely, whether it's doing patch updates, whether it's going through and doing remote diagnostics, that's all available for you to use today. And once again, it's going to enhance your services offering and help you make more money. And then I'd say the last point is really understand there's a lot of great tools and technologies out there for you to really understand how to implement this. And what I mean by technology is, you know, we've got webcasts out there. We've got online web-based training. There's lots of things for you to learn about these Dell vPro systems. So I just encourage you, with all things available to you, the opportunity you have in 2010 with all this demand, to take this and really not only increase your, your opportunity for services revenue, but it really help your end customer be more efficient. 
Thanks, Eric. Listeners should know that there are white papers, tools, and other information on this topic and others on the Dell Partner Direct site, plus other information. Just log on to dell.com slash partner direct and check for other podcasts like these on dell.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Thanks again, Eric, and thanks for listening. <laughs>